You won't break my hoe. 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 I'm telling everybody. 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 All them hoes. Everybody. 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 All of them. I just fell in love. You know what? I released my train and I feel so much better now. I'm doing it Sometimes you gotta release the trade. Well, sometimes you do. Yes, and welcome to another week of an experiment gone horribly wrong, entitled as a love letter to the community, called Who Raised You Hoes? I am your host, Lene. This week I will be going by the state of R&D. Mel R&D, to be particular. Wow, that was shady. <laughs> and I am your co-host, Marlon, and this week my Twitter handle is going to be Alvin the Angry Pirate. Why? When the girls start doing the Googles, maybe we'll find out. But Alvin the Angry pi- uh, Pirate. Right. Focus on the Angry Pirate. I always give a first name, and then the last name is the sex position. The Angry Pirate. That's right. I'm intrigued to know why the Angry Pirate is a sex position, but I'm gonna, I'm just gonna transition on, you know, you know? Yeah. and it's about that time, girls. <sighs> oh, oh yeah. I'm so yeah. Oh my god. Uh, it's been a long time since we left you, but now we got shit to talk about with y'all. Ciao. Okay. We got shit to talk about. Y'all ain't got on my nerve. It's been a lot. I told my friend. You know, I can see. I told my, I told my friend. I said, see. Because we were going to take a PTO day. Yeah. And then I said, friend, friend, said, hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, friend, it's too much that's going on. Too much. It's too much. Much too much. It's too much. Because, you know, the moment that we leave the house and we tell you bitches, listen, we coming back, but when we get back, that chicken better be out the freezer and your room better be clean. What do y'all do? What do y'all do? Take the take the damn chicken out the freezer 10 minutes before we walk through the damn 10 door. minutes. She is frozen solid and your room... Looks and smells like shit. I hate it. There's chips all over the damn place. Empty red cups of soda. Popcorn. The Kool-Aid has spilled all over the dresser. It is sticky. The remote is malfunctioning. I don't like it. And it just, my God, you smell as if a shower hasn't happened in close to three days. What the entire fuck, y'all? And we had to break the sheets in half. In half. It has. Oh God! Some of you girls get that reference. You'll get it later. Anyway, <laughs> right? Yeah. But yeah. So here we are with the bullshit. And friend, I I just feel like we just need to jump into it. We got a lot of ground to cover. We do. It's a lot to cover. I feel like Wendy, yeah. I'm running over to the purple chair. <laughs> instead, instead, mine is gonna be green. I'm running over to the green chair. Oh uh-huh. my God! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wish y'all could see this bop and <laughs> just gave us. 
No. All right, friend. What are we doing? All right. So first things first. Let's just let's just start light and then get heavy. Okay, we can do that. Let's talk about P Valley. Let's talk about P motherfucking Valley, bitch. <sighs> Y'all, you know what? First of all, before friend jumps into it, mm. I got a message for all you bitches that had something to say about this motherfucking season. Because a lot of you girls watched the first episode. I didn't like that. Uh, it's starting out. I don't like this. Then the second episode came. Y'all felt like they was doing too much with the root work and all that. Y'all, I hope that you all are eating your words. Because in true P-Valley fashion, we always start off with a slow burn. Because they got to flesh it out. They got to show you where the story is kind of going. But bitch, y'all not ready because episode three... Episode. It's so much shit going on, baby. Let's get into episode four. And that's that what too. we. But that's what we are now. We're at episode four. Can we have four? We're half. With, this week will be ha- officially <sighs> halfway through the season. We are at four. We are at four now. All right. So we're, we're, the, what we're talking about is episode four. Yeah. So let's talk about episode four. Now, let's let's just start with. I'm gonna get started with Haley. I think it's safe to start with Haley. Yeah, because fuck that all night shit, bitch. You, Haley is back. Haley is your name. We don't know Autumn Night. Autumn Night hasn't touched that pole since season one. Her Hello. name is now Damn Haley. Yes. Okay? First of all, there's nothing wrong with you wanting to flip for a profit. There's, I want to be start by saying that. There's nothing wrong with someone putting an investment in and expecting a return on that investment. Or to flip for a better lack of words. Right. That's fine. But when you're not clear that that's your intention, it comes off deceitful. Uh, not even comes off, bitch. It is. It's deceitful. So you can't say, oh, Cliff, Cliff shouldn't be mad. No, Cliff has every right to be upset because had you told him up front, my goal is to flip the property so that way I can get my investment back. That's how you handle that one. Yeah. Not sit here all of a sudden. Oh, I'm playing. I've already had that in mind. I know my worth. Great, but you didn't have that conversation with him when you bought that club, and he's right for bringing it up. You let's not forget how you got in a position to get that money. Hello. How you got even got to keep that money without somebody looking at you sideways? Exactly, bitch. Because while you think you got me by the balls, actually I have you by yours, and they're twisted. And you don't understand how much I have you by it because no one knows that happened but us. Exactly. And if it comes up that that happened and let alone it happened in my club, they're not going to look at me. They're going to look at you. Mm-hmm. Woo, So, Mercedes. My bitch. My, my girl, let me tell you something. You know, girl, this week... You're in quite the pickle. You're in, like, you know, you, you have a situationship now. The Mercedes experience is returning off of the pink stage. And I just want the girls to recognize what's going on. Because, see, while the bitches over at the pink is having all these motherfucking issues and shit, Mercedes done took the experience on the road, and she done came up. Mercedes is getting money now. Yeah, but... Friend, how do you think this is going to go? Because not only do you got coach wrapped around your finger, now you got the wife. 
And she making secret calls. I'm just wondering, how do you think Coach is going to take this when he find out? Because he's going to find out. I think she's going to be the one to tell him. But how do you think he's going to take it, though? I don't know, but I know for a fact she's probably going to tell him. Because at the end of the day, I ain't about to ruin my good thing. Well, true that. True like, I'm not going to ruin my good thing because I'm, right now, her character, if you look at it from the standpoint, last season her mom literally took what she had as a cushion, as a dancer, like the money that she had, she stashed it with her mom. She went behind her back and stole her money. Yes. So now, in her mind, she's just stacking to the point where, okay, I have enough money where I can live comfortably and not only that, get my daughter, custody of my daughter back. Right. So... It's going to be real interesting to see how this is going to pan out. I'm like, I don't know. I, I never knew. I'm like, the minute that you involved the wife, I'm like, I get why she did it. But I'm like, now that, you know. I mean, well, technically, she didn't. Well, she involved her in the sense that she asked for permission. But she didn't involve her in the sexual aspect for it. He did. Because, remember, she was trying to leave before that first dance. And he insisted. And then she got turned on because Mercedes' experience was on, bitch. And she was like, all this powerful pussy in my living room. I don't know how I feel. This is amazing. Then you lay down, but then you really got it. Now you want it, want it, for real. And it's just like, I don't know. And we never experienced, like, saw Mercedes entertain anything other than dudes. So exactly. this is like, So this is something new for us experience. Her... Entertaining, not only just sexual feelings, like we could just say for what it is, she's conflicted because she's starting to develop feelings for Farah. Yeah. That's just what it is. She's starting to develop feelings for Farah. And it's like, I feel deceitful because we wouldn't have met if it, wouldn't, if it hadn't been for Coach. And honestly, this whole arrangement is not even for me and you, it's for me and Coach. Right, so you were like a thing that wasn't supposed to happen that ended up happening. I mean, but now I'm getting extra money, so. I mean, if we can turn 10 to 20, 20 to possibly 50. I mean, who, who are we to stop you? Who, who? I am not going to stop you from no. blessing my pocket. I'm no. never. I, my bag is open, okay? You can put the things in there. That's slide, slide me the things, girl. Please. I ain't going to be mad about it. Put all the coins, the balloons, and shillings. Give me all of it. Bless me, Lord. <laughs> Bless me. And I. Yes, Lord. All right. But, baby. <laughs> we getting into, into the rest of the gay shit? Yes, mm. we getting into the core of the gay shit. I had, I had to get the soft shit off first before we got to the meat of the matter, literally. Baby, let, I, you know, I feel like we should flip a coin imagine in an imaginary mind. But I think we need to go with the deeper, the Less deeper conversation first. Let's go on ahead and talk about Miss Sip. I fear for her and them kids because that man is about to lose his mind. Yeah, but here's the thing. I think that she's going to leave him. I think she is too. And I, mark my words. I think something will happen with her and the dude from the label. It. That's I why you my fucking freak because I said the same fucking thing. Cause I was after, like, she gonna leave one bad situation to and get go into another. another one. 
and he's already positioning himself to look like the hero in the situation. Yes. And it's like, you're not understanding this isn't the type of hero you need. No. The one that you needed, you turned the gun on last season. I mean, and Big Bone went and picked that up. Big Bone ate that. <laughs> Big Bone, let me tell you something about how my bitch... My bitch Miracle ate that. Let me tell you something. No crumbs. She sis said, I ain't like these bitches. I don't cackle with heads. I'm trying to stand out. What's really good? Like I don't think you got a helmet to fit my head to fit my head. Huh. Yes I do. You riding and all. Like I I'm like, okay, I think I like Big Bone now. (laughs) Yeah. But uh Miss Sip, I don't mm, mm, I don't know, girl. Uh, she about to make all this money and then she gonna take it and run into a whole different situation. And she not thinking. I'm like, had you been thinking, you would be with Diana. But of course, then why would we have a show? Then there's that. Like they're gonna do dumb things to low. Y'all are watching. They're gonna yeah. Thanks for that interruption. But anyway, so um yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen. I got the feeling that that's what's gonna happen. But it's gonna be so much drama. So much drama. With it's, that. it's gonna be it's, crazy. It's gonna be drama filled. Mm-hmm. But let's get to, you know, the the love Jones of the batter. Mm. I got a love Jones. I got a love Jones. I got a love Jones for you. Girl, let's talk about the thing. So Little murder in teak. I'm gonna start by saying this. <laughs> the girls didn't know. No, we saw this coming, coming from the very first episode of season two. From the very we first episode, we saw this happening. We knew it was coming down the pipeline from the moment he left the motherfucking penitentiary and walked outside. I saw it all. Over. I said, Oh. oh. So this is the boyfriend. This Got is, it. This is the real one that we've been waiting to come yeah. out of the pen for a while. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I don't real girl like he said the real girl saw this coming. Yeah. We knew it was gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. And just Teak, brother Teak, I understand because I'm the same way when I have no penis. <laughs> Everything <laughs> in life is a chore. Everything irritates me. I'm ready to fight. I'm breaking tables. And you know, and all I really need is some dick. I feel like Summer Walker. All I need is some dick. Okay? And life will be better. But you know, I just, I have one critique. As you know, I do love me a little plant, a plant of rose production teas, a little cocoa dorm tea. I'm out. I no, 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 no. No, no, no. You're gonna stay. We bought tickets. We're gonna watch the play. <laughs> bitch. So here's my thing, right? If we're all here for not breaking the like, not demasculating them during the sex scene, which I honestly enjoyed, because mm. you didn't see either one of them break or all of a sudden see out of nowhere as soon as you know. And when when it reaches inside, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. you didn't see a automatic softness take over. He stayed himself. Yeah, and not to say that that doesn't happen because it does. It does, but, but it's just good to show that level of diversity, especially in a community on television. Like we don't always do that. Like we don't. We're not all gonna sit here in the minute that you know things happen and we feel new things in the bag. 
we don't all just, you know, purr like a kid. Girl, fuck all this soft shit. The moment that dick go in your butt, everybody don't melt and turn into the fish. That's all. That's what that's what the real meat in the matter is. You know, that's, that's all not, it is. That's not my complaint to Katari and Patrick. Mm. Here's my real complaint to Katari and Patrick. What? Little Murder, T's Hole deserves better than Kate Patrick. <laughs> Tink's whole deserve better than KY Jelly. I'm gonna always say it. I mean, what kind of hood shit why are we fucking with why are we you, fucking you, with KY because first of all bitch when they was locked up it wasn't no damn KY it was I'd, rather I'd rather you use I'd rather you use petroleum gel I'd rather is two steps away from KY so I'd rather you use spit I'd rather you use and I hate spit during sex I'd rather you use spit hell I'd rather you use Vaseline I mean, you know, those are the things. But he had the KY, he had personal lubrication. I mean, you could have you could have some wet platinum. You could have had the sample. You could have You could have Jesus, Jesus niggas. <laughs> Cut all that out. Cut all that out. We gonna keep it a buck. Jesus. <laughs> the funny part was when I said this to my friend, he was like, "Little murder strike me as the type of nigga to go into no damn wall green. No wall green." He going to guest him out of here. <laughs> you know you got some KY, and I bet you Uncle Clifford taught him that. Huh? I said, I bet you Uncle Clifford taught him that shit. No, no. And hey, you remember, he was using spit with Uncle Cliff. This is true, but I mean, you know, they had their times that we didn't see on screen. I'm sure that, you know, Uncle Cliff was like, all right, bitch, like, this spit is cute, but you ain't going to be ravaging my hole without some personal lubrication. You better at least get some KY. But who you... I've always said this. Water based, in my opinion, this is me personally. Mm-hmm. Water based to me is like sex toy, like because of the fact that it dries up quickly. It's great for sex toys, but you have some people that prefer it. I'm like, yeah, there are people that prefer it, and it's fine. I mean, I wasn't really a fan of water based until I found one that really worked and it was cool. But even still, I still prefer silicone. So you know, it is what it is. It's bet- like wet platinum is the go-to girl for me. Her, her second sister, Swiss Navy, is a close second for Swiss me. Swiss Navy is the girl that you get in a pinch. I've said it on this show before. Get to the Walgreens. You can get her a nice little fifteen seventy-five. Get you a nice bottle. You're good to go. Here's my thing about this situation. Go on. Um. First of all, Teak is going to have a fit when he finally meets Clifford. And realizes that. Because they are polar opposites. But you know what I thought about? And this is something I gave real thought to. You know, in a way, Lil Murder doesn't want to be someone's secret. No, he doesn't. And in this sense, him and Lil T, if they become, if now that he's out and if they become an actual thing, he's going back to being someone's secret. He's not Cliff's secret and it's never been that way where he's portrayed as only because of his image he's portrayed as a secret. However, that will be him completely subscribing to it. A part of him wants Cliff. And that's, I'm so glad Miss Sip now, like she made it known, she knows that he wants Cliff. Like, it's like, I, you, I don't want you, you don't want me. It's an image thing. I get it. But it's more so, if that's what you want, go after what you want. Stop. Like, why are you entertaining something you don't want? Well, because the reality of the matter is, is that the, the difference between the relationship with him and Clifford and him and Teeth is the fact that <sighs> him and Teeth is hood penitentiary connection. 
They got that thug love. And they and got that thug in love. You know, bitch. They got that thug in love. Shout out to the bone dogs. Um, but yes, they do have that thug love. But I, his relationship and his dealings with Clifford is a genuine love, and he knows that he cannot have that and be closeted. This is about th- this is about thug love. It got that. Thug. All right, let's move on. We got a lot of shit to talk about. Long story short, bitch, P Valley is on the rise. There is, there are so many storylines going on right now, and it's just like, bitch, what everything direct, is about to blow up. What direction are we going in? For real. Then you done with that whole situation. I think Roulette gonna gonna fuck that white boy. First of all, Roulette. She gonna fuck that white boy. Can we? Okay, before we move on, because bitch, we almost twenty minutes in. We only talk about P Valley. The character development on Roulette is everything. And then when you realize how many shows we watched her in, like people forget we've watched her Insecure, and we've also seen her in Snowfall. I never watched Snowfall. She was a she was an actual crackhead in Snowfall, and and, 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 and Insecure. I, I felt like I've seen her somewhere. But. She was in season one. Remember the intern that was really got up. See, God. That is her. I remember facing and watch TV for like all the shit. Because I used to be watching for my own enjoyment. The the producers, all this shit. Like when you're studying, you study. Yeah. (laughs) But the thing is, for me, is the diversity and the fact that she literally has played extremes to that level. Like you played an intern at a law firm to playing a full blown crackhead, and now you're playing a stripper. Who also is holding in the fact that she's still dealing with the fact of losing her brother to senseless violence. And a host of other things that come on top of that. Love it. Um, I love, love the character it. development on Whisper, even though we haven't gotten all of it yet, but she's going to step up front soon. It's just a lot going on. I can't wait. The girls are, the girls are girling. Yes, they are. The girls are girling, yeah. and it's about that time for the girls to girl. Um, mm, wow. Today, what a day. It's time to get into the things. It's time to do one thing and one thing only. Get up, wipe and flush. Mm. Get up, wipe and flush. Please do. Put up, wipe and flush. You feel you know you don't feel your damn leg. Get up, bitch. It's time to scroll on. And it stinks in here. It fucking stinks. Did you spray? What did you have stink? Girl, what the fuck? Anyhow. 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 So, let's get into the things. Uh, I was on my way here. Okay. And I had read something that was just quite ravishing to me. Okay. I thought it was simulating literature. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really believe it was about damn time Lizzo voice. Mm-hmm. And Robert has received a sentence mm. of 30 years. Okay. Now, this is for federal racketeering and sex trafficking charges. Now, mm. okay, I don't want the girls to come up on me because I know you girls like to tussle. Yeah. Okay, I ain't got time for the tussling. Y'all like to tussle. I like the. I, no. Mm. So, this comes from CNN. Excuse me, I have to get the nostrils together. Mm. <laughs> Disgraced R&B singer. R. Kelly was sentenced to 30 years in prison Wednesday, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of New York. Following his conviction last year on federal racketeering and sex trafficking charges, stemming from his efforts over years to use his fame to 
ensnare victims he sexually abused. Prosecutors have asked the judge to sentence Kelly, 55, to more than 25 years behind bars, while his defense attorneys asked for 10 or fewer, saying prosecutors' request was 10 amounts to a life sentence. How is that when he's only 55? I'm really trying to understand. Because it's not. It's not. And then they were saying, oh, it's not fair to add racketeering. Last time I checked, he there wasn't just like one base where he had these women or were abusing these women or young girls. He it wasn't just Chicago, it was also Atlanta. Right. It was also he also had some some out knowledge. I think he had a few in New York. It's like there wasn't just one state where this happened, it was several. So I was like, yes, racketeering actually does come up in this. Because that's the prime definition of it. They're like, oh, well, you stash it. Like, basically, it's washing liquid, like, basically washing money. Mm. But in retrospect, how the hell else were you sitting here getting these girls back and forth without no one noticing? Child, it's all a mess. I don't feel like 30 years is enough. But in the sense of bringing justice to all the women that were involved and victimized in this situation. At least they were heard. Listen, and for real. And I saw something online. I'm going to talk about it real quick before we move to the next topic because we got a lot of ground to cover today. Let me tell you something. I saw someone say that Matt, um, that Glenn Maxwell, who if you guys don't know who Glenn Maxwell is, she's the person that helped Jeffrey Epstein coerce all, like basically, she was the person that helped him do all the crap he did. They were like, she only got 20 years, R. Kelly got 30. R. Kelly was ahead. R. Kelly, R. Kelly called the shots. Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein was the person that called the shots. The only reason why he isn't still facing time or doing anything is because he committed suicide behind bars. Let's keep that in mind. She only she didn't actually abuse the girl. She helped orchestrate everything. Absolutely. He was the head of the shit. And yes, there are people in his camp that are actually facing charges now. But the one thing I will say before we move on is I also would like the parents to be charged. Because there's no way in hell y'all didn't. I'm sorry. It's no way y'all didn't know. It's no way. I actually believe Robert when he said that he was paid, that they paid him. Listen, I believe that. The sheer fact that even after all of this evidence was presented, that there are still people to this day Mm -hmm. that are still riding for Robert. It's a lot. As if he didn't do it, speaks volumes to what the parents would have played a part in with this. Mm-hmm. Because if you got motherfuckers that had no hand in this fight trying to ride for him and keep him afloat, I'm sure there were some money transactions, there was some hushing and all that shit involved with the parents. Especially if they threatened to go into law enforcement. It's no way in hell that they were not that they were not paid. Yeah. It's no way. And we transition into the next one. So and 2022 thus far we've gotten to everything that you can't do let's talk about when you do too much okay so this took place i want you to guess i'm gonna turn it this way i want you to guess where this next story took place okay so there was a dispute over a condiment i'm gonna say it again there was a dispute over a condiment. Okay. Guess the place. 
I'll make it even easier for you. Guess the city. Now that's harder. I feel, like, get, I, I feel like I need to give you one hint. What's that? It's neither one of the of Satan's assistant states. Really? Right. I really can't guess then because you know I was going straight to the south to Texas or Florida. Well, you were born with the south. I just said it's not the states of Satan's assistance, right. which is Florida and Texas. Right. So if I'm not saying Florida and Texas. Where else does crap happen in the south that ends up making it to the news for strange shit? Fucking area where but. <clears throat> Take a wild guess. Carolinas? One more guess. It's a place that we love to go to. Georgia. And what city is in Georgia that we love to go to? In Atlanta? Yes. Get the fuck out of here. Yes, a Subway restaurant worker was killed over a dispute over mayonnaise. Yes. This comes from CNN. An employee of a subway restaurant in Atlanta was shot and killed Sunday after a student, after a student, after a customer got upset about a condiment on his sandwich. Atlanta police said, "Police call, uh, police were called to the restaurant near Mercedes-Benz Stadium in downtown Atlanta at nearly 6:30 p.m." A news release from the police department said, "Officers found two employees shot. One woman was pronounced." Dead at the hospital. At a hospital, the other person that was shot, she they said that she was shot, I believe, near the kidney, but she's expected to recover. Bitch, I need y'all to understand something. That is downtown Atlanta. That's why I had to say that, that. is Atlanta proper. That is the good side of Atlanta where this happened. It was the good side of Atlanta where this happened. I need the girls to get help. I, like seriously, like you literally shot two people and killed one over mayonnaise. A sandwich that could be made again over man. You pulled out a gun and shot two people while they were working over mayonnaise. I feel like people are walking around with so much shit on their backs and on their minds. I just had a situation today where this guy was like yelling in the street about something. And I'm just trying to cross the street, and he was looking at me like he wanted to beat my ass. I'm like, nah, we we not doing this because folks are doing a whole lot these days. I just need everybody to stay as vigilant as you can, be careful, and just I don't know, man. That's fucking over mayonnaise. Over fucking mayonnaise. That's too much. Too over much. fucking mayonnaise. Too much. Reminds me of a story back home in Chicago when I was a shorty. This girl killed her cousin over White Castle French fries. Things that could... Okay. White Castle French fries. Wow, okay. Soggy ass crinkle cut joints. Why? Well, apparently the man's name was Melvin Williams. He's 36. They arrested him and charged him with murder, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, and possession of a firearm during uh, during the commission of a felon. According to um, court filings, he was denied bail on his first appearance Monday. Hell yeah, you shot somebody and killed people over fucking mayonnaise. I just don't get it. I will not, Well, let's get into other things that don't make sense since we're here. <sighs> it's going to get heavier from here, kids. I'm just letting y'all know now. Oh, shit. So, in other bizarre news, there was at least 46 immigrants found dead in San Antonio, Texas. I just saw this today, and I'm... 
I got this from the New York Times because you know how New York Times carry girls. Shout out to y'all, but y'all need to fix this way. Y'all gotta have subscriptions to access shit. It's just stupid. But anywho, it's not why we're here. The bodies of at least 46 people believed to be immigrants who crossed into the U.S. from Mexico were found dead on Monday in and around tractor trailer that had been abandoned on the outskirts of San Antonio, state and city officials said. At least 16 others, including children, were taken to a local hospital alive but suffering from heat exhaustion and apparent dehydration, city officials said during a news conference at the scene of what happened to be one of the worst episodes of migrant death in the U.S. in recent years. 46 people, at least, they believe, are dead. And they were in the tractor trailer just trying to get in, just trying to get to the U.S. <sighs> yeah. Mm. These are times where you just don't know what to say. No, there are no words. You don't know what to say because it's sad that we've gotten to this point where we focus on so many other things that we forget. Like this is not. We were born here. It's different. But when you have to, when you're an immigrant, and you have to come here to. No, especially you have friends that parents are immigrants that come here and you know the things that they experienced from their home countries to know they were trying to flee because if they were found in Texas they were trying to flee from Mexico mm -hmm. they were trying to flee from poverty it's fucked up man it really is fucked up it's just fucked up well let's talk about what's really fucked up it's time to talk about the things girl it's time to have that talk. Let me take a sip of this wine, this wine, this wine drink, this little nutcracker, because I'm gonna need it for this next topic, because it has been buzzing ever since. <sighs> I will never understand it, but it's time to have that talk, and that's why I said it. The Supreme Court overturns Roe versus Wade, ending right to abortion uphold for decades. I am reading this from NPR.org. In a historic and far-reaching decision, the U.S. Supreme Court officially reversed Roe v. Wade on Friday, declaring the constitutional, the constitutional excuse me, right to abortion upheld for nearly half a century no longer exists. Writing for the court majority, Justice excuse me, Samuel Alito said that the 1973 Roe ruling and repeated subsequent um, subsequent uh, subsequential, excuse me, tongue twister, high court decision reaffirming Roe must be overturned because they were egregiously wrong. The arguments exceptionally weak and so damaging that they amounted to an abuse of judicial authority. Decision, the decision, excuse me, most of which which leaked in early May, means that the abortion right will be rolled over in nearly half of the states immediately, with more restrictions likely to follow. For all practical purposes, abortion should not be available in large swaths of the country. The decision may well mean to that the court itself, as well as the abortion question, will become a fecal point of the upcoming fall elections and in the fall, excuse me, and the fall and thereafter. So, it leads me to ask this following questions. Excuse me. Because I want you to go ahead and react while I look this up. I just... 
<laughs> it is very seldom that I am at a loss for words. But I really just cannot wrap my head around where the fuck this country is going these days. And and I can hear a lot of people say we all should have expected this from crooked ass politicians and all this shit. We should have known something like this was coming. There are people that have been talking about this for years before it actually got here. Mm -hmm. And I'm just I'm in I'm I'm in total awe. Cannot believe that this is the world that we live in right now. Yep. This is the world that we live in right now. And with everything else that is trying to come down the pipeline with this shit, it just makes it worse and worse. And I just, I weep for our women. I weep for our trans men. Mm-hmm. It's it's just too much. It's too fucking much. And to constantly try to have autonomy and power over women's bodies. Okay. Over childbearers' bodies as a whole. It just pisses me off, man. It makes me very upset because now we're at this point where I don't know about you, but I feel very helpless. <laughs> It's nothing as what can it's the truth. Because we can protest, we can try to fight it and all this shit. But this has really put me in a position to look at Do you wanna have children? That? Because who wants to bring children into a world like this? No one. I never want another child I don't want the children to have to deal with this bullshit. This is fucking this is crazy. They have to grow up in this world. I might, you know, it's, it's too much, man. I don't know. I don't know. Because where do we go from here? And how do we change it? That's the even bigger question. Sure. I just don't know where we go from here. I don't know how, how to handle or how to process it. Because ever since it happened, it's just been like, damn, like for real? This is where we are as a nation, and I'm so sick of fucking America. And then you think about, well, what the hell? Where the hell are you going from here? Where? Got its own hangups and own bullshit. Everything is shot to shit. All of it. It's all fucking dumb. You ain't and we got to deal with this shit. You ain't never lied. It's fucking crazy. I don't know. It's you ain't ever lied. So, I was able to pull it up. The fact that I have to um, sign in and do things is crazy. Because I'm trying to get an actual list of the states that are currently banning, uh, that currently ban abortion. So, give me one. It's not many. It's, you're right. It's really not many. I saw, I forgot where I saw the layout and the map because there are several states that went into I guess what they are calling the the trigger action yeah they call it trigger action um Louisiana was one of those states but a judge actually blocked them from um, trigger action right away mm -hmm. I know another state that had trigger action to my knowledge is Arkansas mm -hmm. Arkansas was one of the states that did trigger action 
Um, let me see. I'm just trying to speak um, that's currently banned aborted. I'm just trying to get the actual states that currently ban it. Give me one second. When is this from? This is from all the way back when. Let me get the date range to go back as far as yesterday. Let me see. Oh yeah, and they're also restricting Plan B. Yeah, Plan B is also getting restricted too. And you know, they're they're restricting actual people from like you have like it's only a certain amount that you're now allowed to purchase. A lot of um, places are going to go to that. I've heard a lot of conspiracy theories around this, and some of it is starting to make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. You white folks are scared, aren't you? It's, I promise you it's population control. I promise you. This is population control. Uh, this is all population control. I don't care what anyone says. Fuck your gay agenda. Fuck all this other dumb bullshit. This? This is population control. Missouri announced right after the, uh, right after the ruling that the, uh, they banned abortions. So did Louisiana and Kentucky and South Dakota. Alabama announced abortions would be banned by noon. This is coming all from the New York, New, um, New York Times. Um, Arkansas by four t- um, by four p.m. Utah by nine p.m. They banned it that day. Every clinic closed in Texas and Wisconsin. They were um, basically they were shattered because of a law from eighteen forty nine. In Oklahoma, they've all been closed since May. Five more states have laws that automatically outlaw abortion within weeks. They will focus more. Um, they will move to another nine states, all likely to consider banning abortion. Uh, I'm looking to get the meat of the matter, if you will. So, okay, the states that likely will ban abortion is showing, if I'm correct, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Idaho. Uh, I'm trying to get this to show the actual states: Utah, Texas, Oklahoma. Hold on. I'm trying to get it to show the actual states because it keeps on trying to... Tennessee, Missouri, Minnesota. Not Minnesota, not Minnesota, Missouri. Yeah, those are the states currently that have bans that we know of. I know, um, I think California said they have no plans on doing it. Yeah. I haven't heard New York or New Jersey make announcements for it yet. I think we don't either. I don't think we ban- we're banning it either. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to ban it up here. But Kennelly Elise decided to celebrate on social media. And it led me to a few questions. And I'm going to ask them because Marlon rolled his eyes when I said it. So she rejoices. It's known that Kennelly Elise is a known and well-renowned Christian. And she's made that publicly known on several occasions. But she rejoiced that now that children will be able to live. Now, this I say all of that to say this, right? What about the people that were got pregnant due to incest? What about the people that got pregnant due to rape and sexual assault? What about the women that actually had to go through still giving birth to a stillborn child? And they have to remove it from their body because if not, they could die. That's the things and the situations that abortion rights affect. It's because the actual offenses that 
in certain things like stillborn or I'm or a woman miscarried, that now becomes an issue because you are carrying a dead fetus that needs to be removed from your body. And they'll look at that as oh it's abortion, but if there's no life in the fetus, how is it abortion? They don't care. They don't care. This is population control at its finest. They do not care. They want y'all to have these kids. They want y'all to have them stillborn. And then they want to complain. They want to do all these things. But the minute you want them to pay is the problem. Because that'd be the issue. The minute you want them to pay for these children. Oh, y'all need to get off the system. Well, oh, then maybe you should bring back abortions. How about that? Oh, you can give them up for adoption. So you want them to have a traumatized life because not all not, not all foster homes are good homes. Nope. Because all them people, most of them people are just money hungry and looking for a check. So you want that? That's what you want? Oh, you can give to a family member. So what? They can go through possibly being neglected? They're, y'all don't think when y'all do stuff. No, they don't. You sound like Sally Mae asking me if I can get a loan from my parents so I can finish paying it off. Bitch, if it were that simple, don't you think I would have done it? Hello. Like, this doesn't... It doesn't make sense. There's no reason why men should be making decisions on what women should do with their bodies. I believe Jasmine Sullivan, when she said it's time for men to stand up with women, if you benefited from an abortion in any way, shape, or form, it's time for you to stand up. And we ain't talking just, oh, your girl decided she wasn't ready. It's more so if she... And you weren't ready either, and you decided to go along with it. That's basically you benefited from an abortion. This is your time to stand up. This is your time for it not to be just one thing that the sisters got to handle on their own. It is a male issue too. Okay. All right. <sighs> it's time. I done did the heavy things. It's time for y'all to act a mess. Now, here's the thing, because we've been heavy the, since the beginning, the minute we stepped behind this mic, right? So it's time to talk about y'all and this ratchetness that y'all call the versus battle. Sure. I, I just want to start off by saying one thing and one thing only. I am appalled. <laughs> I'm going to start there. I am appalled. I'm traumatized. And the girls have ruined things for me that they cannot undo. And that is bad. Let me start off by saying this. It don't make no damn sense how every single one of y'all have not are not new to the industry. Most of the people that have been on that stage have at least 10 years max, or minimum, in this game. None of you are new. All of you are seasoned. It makes no sense why there was literally only two acts and they literally just made the skin of their teeth with their vocals on that stage. But everyone else sound a hot ass mess. Everybody sound a hot ass mess from Ray J, from Bobby V, to Jeremiah, to Ty Dollar Sign, to Omarion. The girls sound a mess. Why do we have a singer singing your song better than you do. And then to add insult to injury, two other singers come in and they start singing the song again with him. And you're carrying your son and you're being embarrassed in public like this. I have never yelled at a girl like this. (laughs) You are a Norwood. Your father is a vocal coach. 
this is not excusable in the slightest. And I get we all have bad days, but if you had a bad day, then you shouldn't have been trying to sing on that microphone. Yeah. You should have just let a back and track come up or something. Yeah. You should have tried to sing, had the audience sing for you. I'd rather you sit here and point the mic in the mic out, be like, sit what? If I had, come on. Like, I'd rather you do that than to sit here and vocally assassinate yourself the way that you did. Baby. Because people sleep on Ray J. He actually can sing. It's just that night, baby, it was not there. Y'all got a lot going on on that stage. I only seen the clips, but from what I've seen, y'all just been doing a lot. I only saw clips too, but there's tea in the room. We. Ooh. Ooh. We. Yeah. Ooh, we. Show. Show. So I'm gonna pull up my little um. <laughs> I'm gonna pull up this little receipt, child, because apparently the girls had a lot to say about the versus battle. Oh, you know they did. No, it was one in particular. So this one person in particular had took down their post. But here's the beautiful thing about blogs: they keep. Everything. Somebody called it, child. You know somebody called it, and I saved it. You know I did, because he deleted it. But I'm like, when I say aired out, aired out. So, here's what happened. For the girls that may not know what's about to take place. And I found it. I found it. (laughs) So, um, can we just say Mario won? uh, If we were keeping score, Mario basically won out of the water. So, there was a little bit of drama. Okay. And it was in the group known as B2K. Ooh, wee. Or I should call them Temptation 2K. Ten- yes. Dead to the motherfucking bed, bitch. I ain't got time for your shit. Yes. Temptation 2K is what they should be called. So, here's what happened, girl. Apparently, he got upset with his former group members for not backing him up, and he referred to them as his backup dancers. And well, there's one group member that just had enough. Enough. Uh, enough. You know what he had? Enough. It. Okay. <laughs> so, someone decided to write an iOS press release. Mm. Hold on, let me take a sip of the tea, honey. Yes, in the words of Kid Fury. Kid mm. Fury, we love you. Yes, we do. An iOS press release. If you're a real fan of the read, you know what I just said. Exactly. So basically, they wrote it out on their damn notes app and decided to screenshot that shit and post. And post. That's it. I want to make my statement, but I want it to be my words. Hmm. So, Jay Book had a few words to let off his chest about Omarion on via Instagram. A few. A few. And, um, and someone said it. Shout out to See the Thing is because. I believe Bridget Kelly referred to it as his four-page letter. (laughs) (laughs) That's some funny shit. I'm sending IG a four-page letter. Mm -hmm. And I enclosed it with the shade. The shade. (laughs) The mega, mega shade. I'm going to start from slide one. And thank God. Shout out to the shade room for capturing this. I did not screenshot it. So, Jay Boog went in to say, it's sad when you see someone you grew up with, but also, I mean, someone you grew up with, but also you grew up, turn out, turn out the way they do. The wise lead the future wizards. I'll be that. 
the wise one. You shouldn't have been in a rush to skip class. Now that you're a fifth grade senior, a fifth year senior, playing with a GPA of 2.3, barely passing, if it this don't work, lol. Remember the kids you clown for not having the fashion, but at the award ceremony in school, they were the ones winning the principal honor roll. Yeah, you were cool then, but they were focused. That's probably going to be your boss in the future. It's probably going to suck to be a slave to something you gave your life to but never mastered. You're now stuck in this shit with no other options. But to on top, excuse me, to be on top, and now your view is from the bottom looking up. <clears throat> Admiring your spot you held or you once held, not able to conquer it ever again. Time spent in a selfish mindset, not valuing the gems right next to you. Learning from nothing, earning no knowledge from the geniuses amongst you. At night, I know you wonder to yourself, what am I doing wrong? To not accept the blessing that you, that was put into your life. A life that me and you know you were living. You're ungrateful. Fame is a hell of a drug, but I know when we were together as a group, you wanted to be the most famous, a.k.a. the most favorite. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't the case. Fizz and Bug were the favorites, and you couldn't understand that because you sung all the leads, in parentheses, by an old school design. But the guy who also talked on the tracks in, in interviews, in parentheses, me, and the other guy who rapped on our singles, in parentheses, Fizz, were getting more love than you. That's not my fault, but I was never mad that I could sing on your level. I never got a chance. I was just a young boy from Compton, happy to be a part of a group and out of my situation. I was always more of a talent than I was used, but yet I'm still grateful. I was a part of a machine. You gave off the impression as if you had done me a favor. Shall I not take you back to when, your vo when because of your vocal, we visited every label in the business and was turned down twice? Child. The shade starts now. Nigga, you were singing in the background for a minute when Max Gousset brought in another lead singer to try and make the record sound better to help him try and get us a deal. But when that helped, when that helped him try to get it, um, excuse me, Miss Kiskerwin in the um, post. And when that happened, who stood up for you? We did. And went to management and said, we rolling with O. We not bringing nobody else in. And stood by your side when we were told it, wasn't get, it didn't get us a deal on our next meeting. We were dropped. We were getting dropped. Now, let's think about the odds per history of our other meetings. Excuse me for a second. Because the shade is about to start again. Okay. This thing called B2K was never the Omarion show. It was more like a circus, and each guy brought a special attraction, and collectively, it was fun to watch. Watching you only let let me know that you were not paying attention to what was what was making you Omarion, because without us around, it was clear you couldn't tap back into him. You looked lost, almost like you were looking for us to feed off feed off of. You were never a solo artist. You were a fame hog, and that got the best of you. The fact that everyone was screaming Omarion drove you crazy wasn't screaming Omarion because it drove you crazy. 
because you were getting it all you had, laughing my ass off, standing next to us, really hard for you. So you took your opportunity to leave and only be seen by yourself. So if anyone showed up, it would be, it was five people. They were bigger than they, they, excuse me, they were there to see you. To be a part of a brand that is bigger than you is hard to accept. But one who tears down his own work is poison is a poisoned individual. So call me a backup dancer is funny. Shall we discuss the truth behind these records that were really made? I was there and you weren't in the booth a lot, excuse me, in all capital letters of the vocals that were put on these songs. From your lead vocal not being fully you, listen to the first album. You'll hear Steve Russell in and out of those leads and hooks. The first album until I took over the second album. Me landing a lead on a second single fucked with you because our number one single, Bump Bump Bump, I sung on a hook and brought it attention to the label that was able to evolve. And Troy Taylor made a call and put me on the, on the first hook of Girlfriend after I had already sung that hook earlier that day. It was written all over your face because me and Fizz talked about it that day. Of the set at the session, I was already more loved in the group by fans, and now I had a lead. You knew it was a rap for you. It didn't help that Fizz was the most. Uh, didn't help that Fizz was the most popular, and the late boy already gave him a solo deal. Who child? Before you ever had a conversation with them about one, tell the truth, and you um when you tried a lot of people because of the lack of knowledge on the situation. Should I continue? That's a lot, y'all. He went a lot. Y'all get the gist. Y'all get the gist because I promise you, there's four more slides that I did not read. Let's just say this. That ass got aired out. They basically said the whole humble thing is a front. Steve Russell, if you guys don't know who that is, he is from the the group Troop, was the person apparently singing the leads on, uh, singing most of the songs from the BCK first album. It was not Omarion. So, we were in like a Millie Vanilli situation? I guess so. And we didn't know. I guess so. Wow, J-Lo wasn't the only one. Mm, mm. Wow. The things you learn every day. A CNC Music Factory moment? A little. I'll get into the history of that when we get into the pot. But yeah. What did you think about the BET Awards? I didn't watch it. I only saw the highlights. Um, You know what? I think I'm going to save the rest of those challenges for the pot. Because the... You know, scroll on has been rather long, rather ravishing today. She's done some things. And it's time for us to take a quick swallow break, okay? And we're talking liquor. (laughs) We'll refill these cups and be right back. You won't break my hoe. You won't break my hoe. We're entering both segments. You won't break my hoe. That's right. That's right. Because we're telling everybody. I had to we remind are. the girls. We are. And you know, I didn't fully get to react to the Beyonce single. Okay? I didn't feel, and the funny part was I literally said I won't believe it until I hear it from her. And then Break My Soul comes out. It didn't happen. You know, I'm, I'm going to have my fan moment at a different time. Yes. Just to know that the energy that was portrayed the day after my birthday when this song came out. Mm. Just to know the dog. What a gift for you. You know? What a gift. What what a gift to find out on my birthday at, yeah. at Midnight, we were getting a new Beyonce yeah, single. Yeah, yeah. It, it the gift that kept get, the, she's the gift that keeps on giving. Clearly, clearly. So here we are, squirrel friends at the pot. Not squirrel friends. <laughs> <laughs> and this week, 
It's it's funny I mentioned Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, as the queen has said before, you know you that bitch. When you cause all this conversation. All of it. Because, you know, she just does the thing. She just comes through. And then you have a bunch of people she that are bitter. And, and, just, and then they write Twitter they write Twitter dissertations and feelings. It just becomes a lot. Uh, how everything is PC culture and how they feel and their feelings are all of a sudden very descriptive. Hold on, Holiday. And Hold on. Hearted. Hold on. Um, yes, I'm, all right. I'm with all the shits All right. I'm with, I'm ready. I'm so, the clip is loaded. Friend came to me and was like, Friend, we need to talk about this because you're a native Chicagoan and you grew up with house. I, sidebar, there's only five places and cities, preferably, that I want to hear the house conversation from. The rest of y'all can shut the fuck up. Um, the number one place is Chicago. The birth of house. Okay. Number two is Baltimore. Come on, Baltimore. Number three is going to be my home state, my home city, North New Jersey. Yeah. Number four is Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. And number five, surprisingly, is going to be Philly. If you're not from those five places, I don't want to hear you talk. We don't have anything to say. We, even the South, I love y'all dearly. I don't give my pain on Southern music. I don't give my pain on chopping screw. None of y'all Southern rap. That's not my place. So learn y'all place, earn y'all spot. Marlon can sing you. So. I hope that we just would just have a little discourse about the conversations that are going around when it comes to house music. Now, let me start with Drake. Start. I. <sighs> I still have to give this album another listen. It is well. You know what? Because my thing with Drake is this: uh-huh. it is unfinished. Is an incomplete thought to me. You know what? You're not the first person I heard that from. Because it's giving me. I did my research on House, kind of listened to it a little bit, but also I shopped at Abercrombie for like three weeks straight. Oof. It's you know, giving me. I, you know what? And this is where our opinion is going to differ just a little bit, and that's okay. So I'm going to give my opinion real quick. So, the thing is this, and one of my friends said it to me, and it's the truth. The album, and to have especially a person that is known in-house in South Africa to be one of the producers for this album and the quality not match the name is kind of disheartening, and I'm going to say why. Number one, I get the, first of all, I love the tribute to my home. I love it. It's two songs in particular where he pays tribute to Jersey Club, which mm-hmm. is another divi- like subdivision of house that people don't like to talk about. Mm-hmm. And every state, as I say this, every state has their own different variation of what house might sound like, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because Marlon's from Chicago. He knows more deep house than I do. Mm-hmm. And my house version would be a mixture of Deep House, but also mixed with maybe a little Jersey Club or Jersey House, which Mm -hmm. is their subdivisions, and that's why it was important to have this conversation. Now, there's levels to it. There's levels to this shit, okay? Now, with Aubrey, 
I appreciate, like I said, the shout out to Jersey Club. If you didn't hear it in mm-hmm. currents, Eleven Long with calling my name. I don't care what anyone says. Calling my name has elements of Jersey Club. Oh, in it. I definitely heard so, that. So Jersey Club is in it, but I feel like, like you said, it is rushed. Yeah. And the only reason I say it's rushed is because you didn't sit. Like I really believed that you more than likely knew that B was coming and it was just and like you know, to get like, in front of it. And you like, no, let me get in front of it. Let me put this album out now. But it's more so your voice doesn't add up with certain beats. And it's like your lit his lyrics are pushing this album more than the beats are. And it's like with house, house, the beats push more than the lyrics because we listen to the beat more than the lyrics with house. Well see the thing for me with him is with this album is that when you are singing over house music, it's a certain tone you gotta have. Man. Not even just the tone. You you can't like this. This is the analogy for this for me. You ever seen a bitch in a badass outfit, but the outfit was wearing her? Ooh. That's what Drake is giving me right now. Because house, you you cannot. People don't really understand. House heads know. House music is a very, very spiritual music and sound. Yes, it is. It is transformative. It is transcending. It people go to house music for healing. People go to house music to have a good time. And 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 when you are a singer on house, you have to be strong and commanding because you have to match up with the energy of the beat and what house is. Drake felt like a feature on his own album. Ooh. To me. And and I'm saying that as somebody that from the birth of ha- from the birth of house that grew up with house, that loves house music, that is familiar with people that sing and, and perform over house tracks. Because you gotta understand, in its inception, house music was just music. Right. So it was a lots of different sounds and beats and textures and those that sing on house tracks are powerhouses. Mm-hmm. Martha Wash comes to mind and that's why I brought up the CNC Music Factory because they used her instead of putting her on the visuals they put some skinny bitch in but that's a whole different story from another time. Always. I give him an A for effort but as far as the project is concerned, I wish that he would have sat with it a little bit longer. And I don't care how many like badass house producers you put on there. If you don't got it, you just don't got it. it it's just... Because it, it's not the first time he worked with Black Coffee. But to touch back to what he said... Black House Coffee, like, come on! You don't waste a Black Coffee, fee, uh, Black Coffee you, production. You don't! You don't! And, Back to what you said about house being a feeling, I think people forget house is also derivative of gospel. Yeah. So I think that's yeah, the part that in it. that's the part of it, actually hmm. because gospel house is a genre of house. It it really is like when the girls think of follow me, mm-hmm. when you think of you are Very my similar. friend, mm-hmm. when you think of flowers, when you think of these songs, when you think of take me higher, which is actually a gospel song that have a whole house remix, and people know the house remix and not the original. Take me higher. You can play that song in a club setting with house heads, and I guarantee you there will be a full session of church. Hand claps, finger snaps. Some so, people will even catch the I, spirit. 
you, you, y'all not able to see this, but I'm literally fanning myself with the book, and the book turns into a tambourine. I don't think y'all understand. Y'all just don't understand it. Y'all don't get it, and that's okay. And the thing is, as we transition from Drake into Big, that felt more like gospel than anything else. It's because of the lyrics that they put into that one. You talking about to, into Break My Soul? Yes. So here's the thing about Break My Soul. Unpopular opinion. Go ahead. I don't like it as a single. Why? As a lover of house music, uh-huh. it is very tame for a single. Now, follow me. This is coming from a house head. Now, where I agree with her and I got it when I listen to it again, mm-hmm. she is introducing a genre of music that, number one, not everybody is knowledgeable about. They're not. N- number two, the audience that she has right now is too young to know deep house music. And that's okay. And, un- and, and that's okay, but it's, again, one thing y'all not gonna fuck with be on is that she's a businesswoman and she is very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Because she gave them something. First of all, everybody been thirsting for a new new Beyonce project forever. Yes. Everybody has. She been in her bag about how she's been actually secretly talking about wanting to do house music for a long time and talked about how she wants to get into her house and dance bag. Cool. Beyonce did her research. Did her homework about the situation. And her releasing Break My Soul, number one, is a summer anthem. Mm-hmm. Number two, she paid attention to the times and everything that's going on right now and put some shit lyrically down that we can all relate to. I just Number three, she put down... First of all, <laughs> she released this shit in the middle of Pride Month. I need y'all to understand that that was extremely intentional. Oh, yes, it was. And put Big Frida on the track. So, Big Frida, everybody knows Big Frida for bounce music and being the queen of bounce. Bounce is something that has been introduced to the world that is very popular. So introducing a new genre of music with a genre of music that everybody is familiar with and actually loves, melding those together with the fact that you are Beyonce, doing your homework and wanting to like put this out and put it out in a way that is relatable to everybody, it created the perfect storm that has break my soul and that is why you cannot get away from it right now. Mm-hmm. So while I might, as somebody that loves house music and was looking forward to something with a little more grit, and dare I say it, I, I wanted a little bit more deep house first, I can't say that for every, for a general audience because a lot of people already don't like house music. Is a lot. Oh, girl. There are let me, let me let me tell you something. It's so, I've seen posts of some people in the hive. They're like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. I've seen, like, I don't know what she was thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and it's because, and I said it, if you are from the South with an F, if you are even, and I hate to say it, and it's the truth, if you are from the West Coast, you don't understand it. And that is okay. And, the, and even with the West Coast has a different outlook on house because that's, I feel like, there's more techno and stuff out in the West. They, they love electric more than they love house. And I need you to understand that that is, that is a branch of house music. It's a, it's a lot. It's like, ele- like ele- I said it, electronic has always been derivative of the, ha- a derivative of the house. EDM 
It's not house, house music. It is. It is another branch. It is a child of house music. It's a child, but it's not the same. I need you girls to stop. Because yeah, when someone really upset my northern spirit, because this is a northerner thing at this point, northerner and midwesterner. If you ain't either one, please mind your black ass business. <laughs> It upset my spirit when this non-melanated man had the nerve to say to me before that, oh, we should listen to house music. And I, I knew then, I should have knew then that my spirit was going to be upset. I just felt the curl in my hair just get a little tighter and kinkier the minute he said that. And then he turned on some damn EDM. I'm like, this is not house music. No. He's like, well, I said, this isn't house. I need you to stop. And even with that, no. This ain't it. It's like, stop trying to make fetch make sense, girl. If you didn't grow up with it, if it's not in your veins, if you can't think of, I, when I think of it instantly, I think automatically back to my childhood pulling up to the cookout and all you heard was house music and all I'm looking for is something to drink and a burger with cheese. That's it. That's it. That's, That's it. That's what I'm looking for. I'm thinking about the, the long ass summer nights that I was stuck at a cookout because my parents didn't want to leave. Okay, you sit here riding through the streets and you got the windows down as you're as you're driving. You could literally turn off the radio. You got at least one house on the block that is blasting house music. Y'all will never ever sit here and tell me your opinion because it does not matter. Let me tell y'all something because for all you people, all you bitches out there that think that you're gonna be in the club. And standing on the wall when this music comes on. That's not what this is for. That it's real it's meant to get your ass on the floor. Something. House music is not anything to be chill about. House music was made for the purpose of dancing. It is what? not calm. It is not laid back. It is not chill. Bitch, you're not gonna be able to stand next to the hookah all night. And listen to house music. Beyonce does not want you all riding the walls to this music that's coming. She is literally telling y'all it's time to get the fuck on the dance floor. And even and even with that, sorry to cut you off. Even with that, and I'm a little controversial on this next one because I didn't even said this out loud. I still feel like bounce is a derivative of house a little bit. It is because it was intentional that Big Frida was on this song. Like, it was intentional. Like, this was not, oh, I have this, I think it'll be perfect for it. No, it was intentional. Like, I want you on this. I need you to understand that bounce music is definitely a child of house music. The the, the layout and, and the tempo and, and the configuration of bounce music is very derivative of house. Repetitive beats, deep bass, high percussion, like, it, all of that shit. It's definitely in bounce music. Absolutely. So I wanted to school you bitches a little bit. Come on. Before we let y'all go. Take them to school then. And talk to you about some house legends. Okay? So mm -hmm. you just can do your research. You can do your Googles. You can get on your YouTubes. And look up some of these folks. And really get where house music comes from. First of all, we're going to start with the creative house music. And that is Frankie Knuckles. Okay. Fucking Chicago native legend. Started in the 70s and dominated the 80s and 90s. He had two main clubs in Chicago that he powered through. And that was the warehouse and the power plant. If you don't know who Frankie Knuckles is, bitch. That, that man right there is the heartbeat of house music. Mm. Gotta get you some. Larry Heard, another pioneer of house music. 
another Chicago native. Him and Frankie worked together hand in hand in many ways. He gave you all deep house. He is still alive. Frankie died in 2014, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Um, another one. <laughs> another one, thank you. Masters at work. I need y'all to understand something. For all of you bitches that love ballroom so much, mm. Masters at Work is one of the pillars of ballroom music because the high dance is literally in every ballroom beat you have ever heard. Damn near. Look up the high dance. Do yourself a favor. What you love to vote to, all these beats you like to vote to right now, the high dance is in it. The crashes that everybody loves so much came from the high dance. <clears throat> 1990s. <clears throat> and then for somebody a little bit more current okay. that people might be more familiar with, Talk about it. it's Daft Punk. Yes, Daft Punk is a derivative of house. It's house music. It's a mixture of electro and house. They've been doing this shit for the 90s and they can't. They, they just retired. They literally just retired. French House. They literally just retired. French House. They came around in the late 90s. We come too fuck. Listen. Okay. I need y'all to get into newer artists like Disclosure, House, house Music, Cookie Kawaiki, House Music. She's Jersey Club, but that is also House. Unique. That um, I will spell. Luckily, I will spell her name for you guys. She's another house art rapper that writes on house beats. It goes beyond just the people you listen to. Jerry Perp, who's another person from Chicago. Like, there's a bunch of people. When you, I can't stand when I love B, but I love. I hate when she does something and everyone's like, "Well, what about this person? What about that person? Were you supporting them beforehand? Or are you just trying to weaponize it now because you don't like it?" And I'm glad you said that because I'm bringing it back to this person. I'm gonna say this here. I love to hate her, but I love to love her more. And I need y'all to understand that she... <laughs> Azalea Banks will always be the girl we reference when we talk about House. Because when, when she came back, when she came onto the scene, she actually brought House, house music. Because Azalea been rapping over House since she started. And I need y'all to get it. I understand how you might feel about her. I so understand that she's not this everybody's cup of tea. Mm. But baby, remove your remove your feelings from the art. Understand something, and if you really don't believe me, if you want an example of her just skating over a fucking house beat, go listen to the actual song 1991, and that is how we'll end that whole conversation. First of all, just go listen to the 1991 LP. Like listen to the whole EP in its entirety. I mean EP, you're right. And listen to EP in its entirety. Sis, the whole time wrapped on house beats. But in particular, she opened it by eating on 1991. I, I need y'all to understand that she is that girl. She is the moment. She is that girl. And she, she's been doing this. She's been doing it. Like you have the oh, you have Doshi that's doing it now too. Oh, 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 yes, oh, 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 oh. the girl. Like you understand. I'm not sitting here saying I love it if I don't know and listen to other people that do it too. You no, have first. Let me. I, I need to pull over. Yes. Because Dochi, girl, girl. <laughs> you ever seen a bitch get crazy? I, 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 I need you to understand that.
that between crazy and persuasive, she's so persuasive. I am obsessed. I simply want more. And the bitch performs. You know, it's always I'm. I'm not. I'm being fed, but not fed enough. It's like I'm being fed like eating portion sizes, like very small. Like I'm on a diet. No, I want to overeat. I want to go to a buffet. Another, another one. Thank you, brown goddess. I need you. I want. I want you, girl. And I always will stand up for my baby because I've loved her from the very beginning. You bitches have never ever fully given Dawn Richard her credit for being that girl no in electronic shade. music. No shade. The woman has been tethering on electronic house and R&B since yeah. Armor On and y'all have not given her the credit yeah. that she deserves. Mind you, she told you where she was coming when she was with Dirty Money. She. That's when she let you hoes know. She already told you girls it's over. I'm on my way. And it's it's just it's been a disaster ever since but understand when you talk about these artists if you have not fully supported the meaning buying their content going to their concerts i don't want to hear you talking i don't want to hear you talking about how you don't like it especially if you don't like how to just say that move on and shut the fuck up that's it that's it because don't, we don't want to hear you talking we if just there's don't. one thing i need you all to understand is that house music will never die sis Never. Never. You will never be able to get rid of it. You will never be able to get rid of its influence. It has been going on entirely too long. It is one genre of music that a bitch that loves house music will gladly tell you if you don't like it, bitch, you can move on. Because the family of people and the people that love house music will hold Hold. on to it forever. We ain't letting that shit go. We trust me. It will never die. We are coming, and these are two people that are coming from full states that have celebrations for house year round, damn near. Like, and we not get into the fact that Chicago literally has a whole. Like, I believe they have the a chosen point. few every summer in July. Not even just that. Hell, at one point they had it to where they had a whole break in the middle of the day to go in the, somewhere in Chicago just to play house in the middle of the week. Listen, understand. This I is this is what we come understand. from. While he just mentioned that, and I remember back in the day in North and Jay Pat used to shut down a section of Raymond Boulevard and let you literally just be outside with the music. And they one still of them, they no, they at one point they had stopped because someone had got shot. Okay, so. At one point, it was dedicated. The nights were dedicated to different genres, and in particular, one night they had it for house. And there's still house music picnics that go on in Newark, New Jersey. There's pic- picnics, you baby. You're talking Winneco Park um, House Music um, Festival. You're talking Weekway Park Music Festival. We're not even talking Brooklyn with Fort Greene Soul Summit. How about that? Under this is why I said if you're not from the if you're not from these states, I don't want to hear you talking. Disclosure, CC Peniston. Black we got a, we got love. <laughs> like, and she is so sweet in person. By the way, there's just so such many, a sweetheart. So many that I can go on and on about. Some of our legends have have dipped into house way before we even got here. Mary did. Mary did house before with no, no man put asunder. Queen Latifah. Yes, yeah, she did. She was she one from, of the first rappers. She for and she's from Jersey. Hello. All in all, I'm going to close the lid on this pot. You bitches just need to get into it. Do your research before you start hating on house music because it's here to stay and it's not going no fucking where. And that's just that on that. And if you ain't got no taste, then just Jesus help you. Just say that. 
If you don't like it, just say you don't like it and move on. We don't want to hear you talking. So before we go, you know we got to ask you how it make you feel. I want to know. So here we go. This one comes from our lovely friends over at We The Urban. Shout out to them. We love them. And We The Urban says, you don't have to fear being alone with yourself. Use that time purposefully. There is so much healing in solitude. I feel like Jennifer Lewis. <laughs> and the only reason why I say that, it's okay to be in that dark place, but don't beat yourself up for too long. That's right. Like, I, I've always silently always been that person. Like, she's one of my favorite celebrities for that reason. She is. She is. She's one of the greatest. Yeah. So that's where we are, folks. It's been real. It's been real. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to us. Uh, tune in again next week. But wait, hold up. I heard I heard a little bug in my ear. What you hear, friend? I heard we got a bonus episode coming. You know what? It's true. We do. I'm it's not gonna true. say not gonna say when. I just we ha- we felt the need to close out Pride mm-hmm. the right way. Yeah, and we ain't gonna tell you what it is. We ain't gonna tell you what it is. I'm pre- it. We appreciate if you listen. If you're not if you're new here, just pay attention to your notifications. Make sure you, you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you do that. That's it. That's it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Who Raised You Hoes. We hope you like, rate, and subscribe. Even though this ain't YouTube, please make sure to subscribe to us and rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps us get up in the rankings. If you have any business inquiries, please email us directly. I don't want to hear anything about fraud. It ain't my problem. And no, I ain't helping you get no damn imaginary millions to get my accounts locked up. It is WRYHpodcast at gmail.com. Listener letters. We like those. We prefer those. Send those bad boys in. You can send your listener letters to podcast at gmail.com. Who knows? We might give you advice on the show. And before we go, y'all do know we talk sweet around this bitch, right? That's right. Sweet Talkers Network, bitch. So make sure that you are subscribed to all things Sweet Talkers. Make sure that you go over to YouTube and subscribe to the Sweet Talkers YouTube channel. We have plenty of great content over there with some wonderful, wonderful hosts. We got Makari Rashad over on Drag It. We got Mm -hmm. Chase Cassidy on Chasing Your Face. We got Kyron Turner. With his bad ass on motherfucking Gamer, Gamer 1. And Y'all need to subscribe to his Twitch, girl. That too, and that is G-A-Y-M-E-R and the number one. 1. And make sure that you are following the Sweet Talkers Instagram at It's the Sweet Talkers. We're only doing great things, so you might as well continue to follow us and support, support, support. We love y'all, and we're going to get the fuck up out of here. All right. It's been real, y'all. I hope we... Uh, listen, I yelled at y'all enough. We done got on y'all enough. And yeah, we'll be yelling at y'all next week and shit. All right? Peace out. Bye. Bye.